Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue with Hatton Little Money 2018. We in this thing. What's up? Happy, happy new year. How long has it been? Uh, Since it's been 2018? No, since me and you been on the same show. Man, it ain't been that long. It's been like Ish? four or five episodes. How was New Year's? New Year's was lit, you know? I've been making that money for, like, two years straight. I've worked on New Year's, um, on New Year's Eve, so, you know, didn't quite turn up. You know what's better than making money on New Year's? No, I don't. Nothing. You're doing the right thing. (laughs) You're right. Congrats. So, are you happy to get out of 2017 or what? I am, man. I'm just going to... It's time for Imani Shani to boss up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for all of us to boss up. Yeah, man. I just look at it as like, you know, I'm trying to right all my wrongs each time the year ends. You know, I'm just trying to do whatever I said I was going to do that I didn't do. I'm trying to like do that times like 15,000. So. But do you feel like you accomplished a lot in 2017? Do I feel like I accomplished a lot in 2017? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, I think you did too, man. I yeah. think we have to, like I think you know it comes with, you know at the end of the year, like you said, you start reflecting on things that you know you didn't do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or that you want to do for the next year. And sometimes we don't get a chance to sit back and be like, man, we did some. But actually, we did some dope shit last year, man. It, it was kind of cool. I think. I think dope shit. Yeah, man. Like I don't know. We kind of we kind of accomplish a lot. Yeah, it's like episode thirty three right here. Thirty three is a strong number, bro. I started my YouTube channel January two thousand seventeen, bro. Really? Yep. A year. The year. A year, man. That's good. Mm-hmm. So YouTube special. This is the thirty third episode. Thirty third is a strong number. Three thirty three degrees means a lot. This is, this is episode 33? This is episode 33. Dang. This is important. So, uh, I I, uh, I had a birthday last week, y'all. Hopefully, um, you know, y'all contacted me. If not, fuck y'all. Nah. My nigga Big Beard Dog. Oh, boy. No, I'm playing. But now nah, it was a great year, man. I got a lot of love, man. And uh, I'm just excited for what this year has to bring, man, and to keep building upon what we did last year, like you said. So, you know what I'm saying? Without further ado, my G. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. You know, because at first we was going to do something like, you know, talk about what we did last year. And it was just like. In nah. so many words, Mir said that was gay. So we completely rearranged. I don't know if I said it quite like that. Yeah, I think you did. You feel me? So let's talk about some things. Like one of the things I'm excited about going into 2018, and I got to watch the first one with Mom, watch the second one with Imani yesterday, and watch the first one again today with Imani. One of the things I was happy about with 2017 was the return of Dave Chappelle. Y'all know. That's one of my guys in high school was my favorite comedian. He was one of the first guys I really, really fucked with. Fucked with him heavy, man. Man, you got me on today, Chappelle. What did you think, bruh? Man, it's crazy because it's like as like as a kid or whatever, like I enjoyed the Chappelle show, like mm-hmm. had me rolling. But like these stand-up joints that he came up with, you know, 
2017, like, I feel like I enjoyed them as an adult. Like, I caught all the, like, all the, like, real life, like, jabs he was taking to. Like, he's mad funny, but like mom kept saying, he's, like, hecka smart. Like, smart. everything he says is just, like, it's something to it. And I feel like me and my adult adultness, like, I was able to catch a lot of that. So I feel like I, feel like I almost even appreciate him more now that I'm older. Because mm-hmm. he's always been funny, but I just feel like I appreciate him more just, like, as more than a comedian now. It feels like a breath of fresh air every time he comes out. Because exactly. he's someone who is not connected to the system of what I would say is the industry right now. He's yeah. so far removed from He doesn't live in Hollywood or New York. The nigga stays in Ohio. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He does his comedy and shit. Then he goes back to where he at. Like, he don't have to look at none of the paparazzi, deal with none of them. He back gets the, the tiki tiki white. The tiki torch white. <laughs> he gets to go there, lock in, come back and do it. And I think that's what kept him like fearless over these last few years. And I think that's something that's missing. I think it's missing from a lot of art in general. Like I think a lot of people is afraid to speak what they say mm-hmm. and uh, just have fun, you know, open dialogue about a lot of stuff. And again, it's just comedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we sit here to like, everybody could get joked on it. We here to have fun, but it feels good because our artists have always been somebody you know what I'm saying? That's supposed to talk about things that is uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? To put those things out there in front of us. So I think this one, I mean, it's just hilarious, man. Yeah. It was definitely hilarious. Yeah. So um, with the last one, I know the big thing was the uh, the uh, transgender community. They felt like he was taking, you know, too many shots. So this one, it was about like, you know, the sexual assault allegations and all of that kind of stuff. People said, you know, he's too far removed. Like he shouldn't be doing this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. To that, what do you have to say, Imani? I mean, listen, the there's nothing like funny about the the things that. These men, why are you laughing? I just said <laughs> I didn't even say anything. Nigga, yet. you started laughing. I was just smiling. Anyway, okay. There's nothing funny about the allegations that have come out, and you know all this, all this just like freaky deaky stuff that's been like revolved around sex her lately. Like it's just like Jesus, like what? Like right. it's just you know it's just crazy. But I think, man, at the end of the day. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Chappelle literally makes fun of everything and everyone. Everything and everyone. I don't think it's like... It's not... I don't... He's not doing it to be hurtful. He's not doing it to hurt anybody in particular at all. You feel me? Like, it's just part of his comedy. Like, everybody's different. Like, that's just... What he said, he said something that made sense of what I'm trying to say. But um, I just think that's how he like, he's like funny, but he's real too. Like, I I feel like that's just how he gets his point, his points across. Right. You know, I mean, and I'm like, I'm a woman, you're a man. Like, you think he's hilarious. I too think he's 
hilarious. So <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, I mean, his his comedy is not for everybody, and that's what a lot of um, that's what a lot of comedians. Right. And when is the last time you went to a comedy show to hear everything politically correct? Right. Like, that's just not, that's not the avenue for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's not the avenue we go into to hear everything politically correct. And I think he summed it up perfect in the one we had watched yesterday. And he said, you know, sometimes, you know, I got to say my piece and then I got to go away for a little while and come back because somehow the world has become filled with bitch ass niggas that was probably one of the most <laughs> realest statements he said in that and I'm like bro you niggas are sensitive about everything we're gonna get into some other stuff later uh, but it's just man like I, 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 that's just how I feel about it I feel like of course we know like the stuff that's happening ain't funny Duh. and two like, okay a lot of these people freaking voted for a president that grabs women by the vaginas right so it's like Shut your mouth, like you hypocrite. Like you go, you're supportive of one human for it's just in his nature to be a creepy ass nigga. But then you like you're so sensitive towards other one that just he expresses himself in his career is comedy. Right. One is the leader of your is the leader of your goddamn country. Like it's just like don't don't be like that towards one and then accept another. Mm-hmm. Screw y'all. <laughs> nah, I feel it. So anyway, but I thought it was it was dope, man. We'll see what he comes. I'm sure he's gonna go away, go to the back cave for a little while, come back out. Love you, Dave. And see what's good. One of the movies I think that should have been talked about. I don't know why it didn't get as much promo as it did. Or I feel like it should have, because to me it was one of my favorites of the year and we saw it like right before the new year came in. But Molly's game. Mm-hmm. So I suggest everybody, anybody who a hustler out here, like trying to get it your own way, even if you're not, like you just need a little motivation, whatever, something, you know, I think this movie is extremely uh, inspirational, man. And it's fun. Like it was a, it was a good, fun, uh, powerful movie. But why don't you tell them a little something about Molly's Game Money? What did you she, think of it? First of all, she was <laughs> low key living my life. Like, just a little backstory without telling y'all too much. Like, the girl had, um, Molly had graduated. I think she, gra- I don't, I'm not sure what college she went to, but I know she said she graduated with, like, a 3.9. Um, and, you know, whatever, such and such happened. I'm not trying to say too much, but she got in, she ended up getting into bottle service to make some, uh, to make some quick money. And then she ended up becoming a part-time assistant. Yep. And then, you know, like she just kept like, she just kept hustling. Like she just didn't stop at one thing. So that's what immediately like kind of captivated me. I'm like, dang, she's really like, she's moving like, like a beast low key. For, like, everything that she went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved like a beast. And like you said, like, it was just super motivating. Like, I'm like... Because I feel like we could always, like, look at our predicament and be like, you know, dang, like, I could be doing so much more. This could be happening to me or this and that and that and this. But it's like, you just got to keep on going. You got to, like, speak it into existence and, like, keep pushing toward whatever the freak you want. And I feel like that's exactly what she did. And... Yeah, you know, it's always going to be some haters along the way. And she she had a many of those. So I feel like that movie just touched on a lot of stuff. 
Definitely. Touch on so much. What'd you like about it? Man, I just, I like, to me, I just like the hustle, like the drive of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always get something out of a story where somebody, you know, takes their situation and keeps pushing and makes something out of it, you know? That perseverance, I feel like, is something that we could all learn something from. So, that's what I liked about it. I definitely I think Idris Elba did a great job, and I think both of them end up probably getting nominated for something because mm-hmm. they did a good job. So, definitely check it out. I don't talk about it too much because I want y'all to go see it, but it was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, it's hard not to... It's hard to talk about it without touching on all the dope stuff that happened in it, but you just got to go see it. Now... Let's talk about something that touches close to home to you, Imani. Huh? You being funny? No. You're a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. I just found out about this dude a few weeks ago. So I guess the one who did the act I'm about to tell you about is his brother. But anyway, mm-hmm. I found out about this dude, Jake Paul. Super big YouTuber. He's done music videos, sells a lot of merch, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at it, and I was like, hmm. I was like, this is cool. I mean, it's, it's stupid as shit, but, you yeah. know, hey. Yeah. Whatever. Do your thing. Very young fan base. Very young fan base. But, you know, he said, like, I think it was, like, his main, his core fan base was, like, 8 to 18 or something like that. That sounds about right. That's what they said. So, anyway, he did it. He's doing his thing. Cool. I seen this shit two weeks ago. I ain't got nothing to hate on. Fuck it. So... <laughs> Anyway, I'm minding my own business last night on Twitter, shit like that, and I see uh, Logan Paul uh, makes fun of a suicide victim or something like that. I was like, oh, that sounds mean. You know what I'm saying? I thought he just tweeted something or something like that. Made fun of suicide bombers? No, suicide victim. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I was like, "Uh, all right, let me see what this is about. So anyway, I read it. And apparently there's a forest at the bottom of the Fiji mountain. I don't remember the name of it, but there's a forest uh, in the Fiji mountains somewhere in Japan. And hopefully I got that right. If not, you know, fact check me. But uh, I know it was in Japan. Forest, and it's a suicide forest, so people go there all the time and commit suicide. I don't know what the exact history is behind it, but for some reason people go there and commit suicide. Mm-hmm. This stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Logan take, and Jake. Logan takes his camera crew into that forest. All sorts of things he could have did. Did some educational shit. Dropped something like this the suicide prevention hotline. This is a forest where these kind of things happen. We don't like this. Whatever. All sorts of ways he could have took like it. This. this stupid motherfucker. Yeah. Goes into the forest. Not only does he videotape somebody who has committed suicide, dead, real life dead, not kind of dead, dead, (laughs) dead as fuck. You're making me laugh. Dead as fuck. Starts laughing and joking with him like on some selfie shit right behind him. And um, rightfully so, got dragged all through Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, everything you could think of for being insensitive. He posted this on YouTube? Yeah. And this takes us back to what we originally had said. His core fan base is eight years old to 18. 
and you thought that was intelligent. Now, we'll get into the idiocracy of him in a minute. But, Iman, I want to talk to you because you do YouTube. Like, what is your... Because I don't know. I mean, you just tell us. I don't know who your, uh, you know, who your fan base, not fan base, but, you know, your followers, like, and the people who you cater to. Like, what do you take into account when you're posting? And what do you feel like other YouTubers share? Because we in an age where basically anybody can create their own content, put it out. You know what I'm saying? And we can build a following, build a fan base Mm -hmm. and grow. So what goes into yours when you're doing it and what do you think the responsibility is of other people who are doing that like even with ours like you know what i'm saying ours is more adult but mm-hmm. even with that like you know what i'm saying what do you think the responsibility is of these content creators i think for me creating my youtube i wanted to create something like stuff i wish i would have saw when i was like younger or whatever mm-hmm. stuff i would have saw before i got into modeling mm. or before I got into being creative, stuff like that. Just like putting people up on game. Right. Um, and I take an account like I think about kids watching my stuff and adults. Like mm. I think about all types of people watching my videos. So I feel like it's still you, like you're still being a creator and having a platform to literally do whatever you want to do on. But it's like take an account what would you have wanted to see when you were younger? Hmm. Or at your age now, like what you or what you would even like want your kids to see or whatever or hear or to hear, et cetera. Because it's like even to for him to have done that and a lot of freaking eight year olds might not even know what suicide is. So hmm. now you have them now Googling and looking up suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now you're putting that image and whatever comes with that into their head. So I just think that. He's just reached a point where he's just not mindful of, you know, what he puts out there. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... Re- realistically, I feel like for him, absolutely, it's just about views. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, No substance. Or, yeah, there's no substance to anything he posts mm-hmm. at all. Because I've seen, I've seen many of his vlogs and, like, mm-hmm. a lot of what he puts out. There's no substance to any of it. It's frat white boy shit. That's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. frat house white boy shit. And this is the problem entertaining yeah this is the problem i think it becomes even for somebody who doesn't have a lot to say i think when you can space it out like it's all sorts of comedians and even people who put out you know music and shit that i don't like but they're not putting shit out every day so at least they got time to think about it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and put a little time into it so that gives you a chance to develop an idea put something out like The nigga who made the Gucci Gang song. I fucking hate that song, but I've never heard a song from that nigga before that. I'm sure he had been working on that. I'm sure it took the nigga longer than a day to do. As simple as it is, I'm sure it took longer than a day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, mixing, mastering, you know, mm-hmm. reading, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But when you put yourself into a position where you want to put content out every day and you don't have substance, like someone like Gary V could do that. Like, he does his shit daily because it's literally a jewel he's dropping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's something we could get something from every day. Like, that shit is cool. But when your content, I feel like, is based in niggas' stupid shit and, like, really, like, a soil that is not nutritious, my nigga. Like, soil so- that is not nutritious. Shit like that is gonna come. You're gonna come up with a fucked up apple tree. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that was a fucked up apple tree that he just seeded. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when you put that on yourself to be able to do it every day, like, I feel like it's important. Like, someone like you could do something like that every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what the content is this. But, like, I think we just got to be mindful when you, like, start putting these people in the spotlight like we have. Yeah. And, you know, they got that freedom now because you can do what you want with YouTube and all these other things. Like, you're going to get some of this shit. Like... So, I mean, you really got to watch it, like, because, I mean, to me, this nigga is not a nigga that, even from the shit I've seen, it's like, mm, do I really want my eight-year-old looking at this nigga? No. Not really. Not really. No. So, you know, you just got to be mindful of that shit. But we, we just might have to start having a weird white people segment, because that was some weird white people shit. A nigga would never do no shit like that. <laughs> Literally, Never. You're absolutely right. Never. It's some shit. Niggas do not play with death. Niggas do not. Niggas do not play with death. We play with a lot of shit, but we will not do that. Like, nah. Literally will not do that. Nah, that was like, on some like, really? Like, huh? Like, did I hear you correctly? He did what now? Yeah, like, if I would have read that, I'd be like, "Mm, that's the work of the whites. That's the work of the whites. All right. Oh, That's the right. work of the whites. But nah, so uh, we got good stuff coming up for you all in 2018. Get Far Magazine is going to be on a whole nother bag. Make sure you still following that. We're going to have a lot of new dope stuff for you all coming in February. Please follow us. Go to the website, all of that. I know Imani has stuff to tell you about her YouTube channel right now. Oh, man. Be sure to check out my YouTube ASAP. Find me on there under Imani Shani. I have a very, very special video coming out this week. If you have ever, ever, ever been interested in modeling, I highly suggest you watch it. I'm basically giving away an opportunity to meet with the owner of my agency, which... uh, could possibly lead to a contract and like i said the content i put out is stuff i would i wish i would have saw when i was younger um when i first got into modeling so definitely check that out it could be you my brother or my sister so your shit is good for everybody kids yep. teenagers young yep. adults because it is never too old or too young to get into modeling literally everybody literally everybody so that's dope yeah so i forgot to put this in there but you know (laughs) one of my favorite segments you know we didn't do it enough last year me and monty wasn't always together we gotta make sure every week we got this for you but kicked out the queue who you got who you got now who you got i stumbled upon this so we're in the bay right now and in the bay you know, because of forest fires, you know, global warming, and I don't know, other random shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been coyotes running around like neighborhoods and shit like that, eating cats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Attacking midgets, all sorts of weird, you know, weird shit. Didn't hear that. So, I stumbled upon my Twitter, and they say, um... We found a coyote skinned alive hanging upside down from a tree. Immediately when I heard this, I thought the same thing I thought when I read the Logan Paul shit. This is the work of the whites. Mm, really? <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking <laughs> That's not no. funny, Amir. Yo, I mean, this shit, I mean, come on. You know why it's a little bit funny? I'm going to tell you why. 
And I don't know who to kick. I'm kicking a few people out the queue. So they find the nigga. I think it was a. Uh, was it Marin or it might have been Palo Alto? I don't know. I got to double check it. I'll post the article on the thing. They find the coyote half skinned alive. And they say, oh, um, the police found it because I guess someone was running doing a hike. They found it. And it was like, man, this soon, yo, the police, you guys need to come take care of this. The police come there and they say, oh, man, we know who did this. This kid been fucking up, man. He been, you know, he, we call him skinning animals and shit. You know what I'm saying? In the park before. We know who it is. You know, we're going to make sure, you know, we go to his house and get, you know, probation and get him sent. Whatever. Whatever they decide to do. And I couldn't help but think he had to be a white. One, niggas is not just out here skinning animals at the park. Two, for the police to say, we know who this is as soon as we get to the park. <laughs> you letting this nigga, wait a minute, you letting this man go around skin animals hang them in trees this is not the first time and you just cool with that police department if a black man would have skinned a damn animal and hung it from a tree god forbid it be one of your dogs we would have never heard the end of that and that nigga would probably be dead so you are kicked out the queue whichever police department that was you kicking the whole the whole police department is kicked out the queue (laughs) And the nigga who skipped the coyote kicked out the queue. That's that disturbing. Was some silence of the lamb shit. That's disturbing on both the part of the police and the person doing it. What type of sick, freaky deaky person? That's just I just can't. Kicked out the queue. I Work can't. of who? That's what like the devil. Work of the whites. Okay. Yeah. So. On one more uh, note, disturbing. One of the things I want to leave in 2017: police killing people. More specifically, the blacks. The black. Everybody in general, but definitely, stop getting at us crazy. So, it was an article. Uh, not gonna take too much time with this, but uh, I guess it was only 14 days. In 2017, where the police did not kill somebody, that's fucking ridiculous. That's it? 14 days, two weeks. Wow. Some niggas' Christmas breaks was longer than that. We got to do better, y'all. That's all I got to say. I ain't even want to touch on it that long, but just pretty sickening. That is sick. Probably the same police that knew who skint. That fucking coyote. And the same it's ones just out here sad shooting. too to know how unskilled these idiots are. I feel like eighty percent of whatever you call police dealings when they come in contact with people are probably nonviolent. So it's just like, why are so many and of unarmed them, and unarmed? Why are so many of them ending in fatalities? That it scares me because it's like, dang. A lot of y'all are freaking unskilled and probably racist. Yeah, I think it's not a big respect for black life, man. I think that's just what it is at the end of the day. So we'll stay tuned with that. Hopefully those numbers drop and we can move on. So um, 
this morning. I'm not even going to say it was black Twitter. I know uh, this came out from some other people. So my thing is, I just want to talk about people. Don't really worry about how niggas is living their lives like that in 2018. Are you telling that to people or are you saying? Telling that to people. Okay. So uh, apparently this morning I found out, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan took his uh, Latino girlfriend <laughs> to the Kwanzaa party and apparently it was an uproar about him. You know, dating outside his race, we found out, you know, some of that was exaggerated. Who, who was in an uproar? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, but it's still, I mean, when I kept reading, it was like, it seemed like some of it was just fabricated. Like, it wasn't a lot of, mm. you know what I'm saying, things like that. But it was a lot of people talking about it. It was a lot of people talking about it. It wasn't a lot of people saying it was going to boycott the movie. It was people talking about it. So, I think this just brings us to this. In 2018, y'all... Just stop worrying about who the fuck and what the fuck people is doing with their personal lives. You know what I'm saying? Outside of them hurting themselves and other people. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You don't laugh about it, joke about it. Don't make it a reason not to support a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Live your truth. I, I'm, I'm all about just being an example at this point. That's I think that's one of my one of my, uh, not resolutions, but one of the things I'm focusing on for 2018. And I feel like I've been doing that, but just putting some added, you know, motivation behind it. Just be the example, man. Like, who gives a fuck who these niggas is dating, man? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I love black women. That's all I could date, marry, you know what I'm saying, be with. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to live my life that way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Whoever else, everybody else decide to do, you know, cool. If a nigga decide to vote for Trump, let that nigga find out what the fuck is wrong with it. Laugh about it, joke about it with him. Don't make it a reason to call a nigga Uncle Tom. As much as we may not fuck with it, you know, we really don't fuck with, you know, a lot of stuff that each other does, you know. So those are just some examples. It wasn't, you know, supposed to be that. But it's just in 2018, you know, just get over it. Live live your life. Mind your damn business mind your business man just do you do you man do you and be the example like you said we love black people we're gonna support black folks so let's just do it through our actions you feel me not through our mouths let's just do it that way right yeah like literally who niggas date should not make any type of news i really could care less like i honestly could care less it's really not gonna be a reason for me not to support a nigga no. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean I'm going to like your shit, you know, whether it's an album, whatever the fuck it may be. It don't mean that I have to support either. You know what I'm saying? If I think you was whack before, you're going to be whack afterwards. So if you was dope before, you're going to be dope afterwards. So that's all good. But I think that was it. You know what I'm saying? We just wanted to bring you guys in to the new year with something fun and uh, talk about a few things. And, uh, you know, that's about it. So we'll be back next week. We're going to be hitting you guys with a whole lot of video this year. So get ready for that. Heck a video, man. I got the new cam cam. She got the new cam cam. And yeah, we going up. Plug. Best Buy does price matching, my niggas. So be sure you look into that when you go to Best Buy. They price match. For all your electronics. All your anything, nigga. All your anything. All your anything. So, yeah, I mean, without further ado, I mean, you feel me, money, you can, you know, close us out. It's been a minute.
Been a long minute. Well, Hakuna Matata, niggas. Peace. Peace.